was thinking about reward. You know, I'm I'm driving right now and I'm having a cup of coffee. You know, you wake up in the morning, kind of your reward is, hey, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. And while you're making the cup of coffee, you're thinking about the taste of the coffee, meaning the reward. And hopefully you're able to make the coffee the way you want it. And even if it's a Folger coffee or anything, or a fancy coffee. And then as I, as you sip the coffee or anything you like in the morning tea, you get immediate reward. It's like, it's there. Okay, I got my reward. But how about you make the coffee, but you're not able to drink the coffee you made. Someone else had your coffee. How about that? You made a pot of coffee, but you didn't get the chance to enjoy it or to get your reward. Somebody else came and perhaps you were busy and you had to leave. They enjoy the reward or you gave it to them and they enjoyed the reward. How about that? What's going to happen? See, our human body, the way I see it, it's very reward-driven body. Our five senses, I love our five senses and I love my coffee, but we are reward-driven creatures. We, I don't know if, if whose fault is it, if it's society, culture, me, you, but that's the way it is. We want our reward. You work hard and you say, I want my reward. And where is my reward? Someone like Mother Teresa, she is, if I could have one hero, Mother Teresa would be it for me. Somehow, I don't know, I have this admiration for her. She, uh, long story short, she got to this place of almost a stage of union with God, which was, to me, is the highest reward, man. You have union with God, meaning you're constantly feeling His presence inside you. You don't need anything. It's like a kiss from God. It's the constant kiss, constant hug, right, from God. I had it in moments, that's why I gave my heart to Jesus and from believing in Islam, I became a lover of Jesus Christ, follower and of course, I entered into the family of God. It was his kiss. I remember it was January 21st, 2000. Just imagine that atomic bomb of a kiss, atomic bomb of a love comes to you and it, th- th- there is no reward higher than that. And Mother Teresa got to the state of, the way I understand, union with God, meaning constant connection with God, right? Then Jesus gives her a message uh, on a train going toward another city. I don't know what was it, Tangili or whatever, I forgot. And she received her calling go to the poorest of the poor and it took a long time for her to get the permission from her superiors Catholic Church to 
be able to go outside the convent and outside Catholic Church and go among the poor of the poor, not even preaching Jesus, but to be Jesus for them. Later on, I think it was after 50 years of her ministry when she died, they got their diary, her diaries, and they realized, oh my God, for more than I think 40 or even 50 years, she was completely disconnected from her reward, meaning she was completely disconnected from any even drop of connection with Jesus. To a point, she said, I don't even believe heaven exists anymore. I'm in this darkness, meaning there wasn't any reward. But she kept going because she remembered, of course it was the grace of God, but she remembered her love relationship with Jesus. Right there, she was cut off from her pot of coffee, pot of coffee. And she was cut off for 50 years from her reward. However, because she was cut off from her reward, many people came to the Lord. Again, because she was cut off from her reward, many people came to the Lord. Even up to this day after she passed. And God would not allow any reward to fall into the ground. Of course, she's having her reward now. But she was separated from immediate reward. Like you making, I, we make a pot of coffee. And our reward comes to us after three minutes or two minutes. She had to wait 50 years. And she, I mean, it wasn't a pot of coffee. It was union with God. To me, that's the highest reward you can ever get, and you taste it. And then you're cut off for the sake of love from your reward. In that sense, my prayer is, Father, help me, help us. Help the person that is listening not to be reward-driven. And be okay to wait 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years for our reward. When I look at the Bible, and that's another story, I don't want to talk more. I'm trying to make things shorter now. But the point is, we should not completely be reward-driven and know that we could trust our reward with the Lord. Not only we are trusting our life in His hand, but we are trusting our reward in his hand too. Someone like Peter or all other disciples, they trusted this Messiah after a while. It took a while. They trusted for him to be even Messiah and then trusted their life with Messiah. And they trusted the reward also with Messiah. Most of us, we could trust our life with Messiah into the hand of Messiah. But can I trust my reward into the hand of Messiah. Absolutely. And that's where it looked like God wants to take us. Now the whole world is being shaken. Can I trust this Messiah? Of course we can. Okay. Until the next time. Love you guys. <laughs>